Hey, happy holidays, everybody. I'm Dan Schinder. And I'm Steven Schinder. We're related. Go figure. And yeah. we're all related being children of yes. Right, Steve? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that almost makes us sound like a cult, which we're definitely not. But Yeah, yeah that does sound a little weird. Yeah, but yeah, all of us, there uh, are lots of yes fans get connected through the music and through the projects that they each do and so this year for this time around for the holidays we're gonna talk about some holiday songs from holiday collections that feature yes members so uh hence i got like the yes world uh yes ornament in my background they have that available in their merch i have my hanukkah hat on is that a hat or it's not beanie what would you call that uh i guess i would call it a hat a head stocking yeah, something like that. But yeah, happy holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, wh- whatever you celebrate. Um, or don't. Yeah. Um, is Ramadan around this time? Yeah. No, but Kwanzaa maybe. is. Okay. Um, Kwanzaa's the wait. day after Christmas. So happy, happy Ramadan if you watch this around that time in the archive. Right, or whatever, that's like during our later. summer. Yeah. Yeah, you might watch us during Halloween next year. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> the Nightmare Before Yes Christmas. Yeah. We'll play so, all ELP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we'll talk about some of these songs. But first, uh, we want to recap a few things. Um, so uh, beginning with a bit of not so happy news. So uh th- this was i, I first oh, saw yeah. this um mentioned by oliver wakeman uh, uh somewhat recently uh so tracy hitchings uh lead vocalist for prog rock band landmark um recently passed away and oliver wrote something nice on his facebook page and said i worked with tracy on both the jabberwocky and hound albums she was amazing on both. I will always be grateful for her friendship and singing talent, which brought my songs to life. R.I.P. Tracy. Um, and then there is another recent passing uh, mentioned by Jay Shellen uh, this week. Oh, actually. his teacher. Yes. Yeah, I know how that important one? that is because well, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, his first drum teacher, Nick Lu, is it Lucetti or? Yes. I think it's Lucetti. I yeah. Think so. pa- yeah, Nick Lucetti passed on uh, and Jay described him as the, the man who told his mom that he had a knack for drumming and uh, Nick had also taught Randy Castillo uh, so yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Um so sorry I cut you off like what were you going to say about No, that no, thing? no, that's okay. Um you you never forget your favorite teacher in school <laughs> getting over a cold. You know, I'm still in touch with my Mr. Mandel, my sixth grade teacher. He just turned 90 the other day. And my first drum teacher, um, whatever your interests are, your first mentor slash teacher, you never forget. Mark Siebert was my, and you know, with Neil Peart, Don George, they stayed in touch all those years. You never forget that. So Jay, our heart goes, our hearts go out to you. We know what that's like. Such an impact that man made on your life that really formed you into the musician that you are today. Your influences are one thing, but teachers shoulder to shoulder that hold your hand and help you do, you know, there's no other moments like those, you know, those are very unique experiences. So Jay, we, we uh, appreciate you sharing that and much love to you. Yeah. And uh, along the lines of, uh, drummers of uh, the Alan White Facebook page shared Run with the Fox, you know, with this being the Christmas season, you know, that classic featuring Chris and Alan. And there's a message from the White family, you know, Gigi, Cassie, and Jesse saying, Wishing you joy for the holiday, peace in your heart, and love always in your life. Many thanks for all the support given to our family this last year. And yeah, I'm sure there will be other holiday messages put out by other yes member pages but um we probably won't be able to get to them but you know like it's the holidays and it's nice to like all of us like be there for each other like especially during trying times so this 
it, you, you can see that lots of people have been there for the white family during their absolutely uh, time of grieving and mourning yeah and that that's what you just said steve is really what the holidays mean to me um you know we have a mixed religion family if you will um yeah. i was raised jewish not orthodox and steve's mother who's also the mother of my other son alex is catholic latin catholic and you guys had some influence yet you took hebrew in college and then we've got Encha, whose family were black jews from portugal that got kicked out by the spaniards went to the caribbean came to new york we she was married to a muslim man before me and you know we we feel that the best way to understand people is to really understand their beliefs and not assume, not stereotype. In our library here at the house, we have the Quran, we have the Kabbalah, we have the New Testament, the Old Testament, we, we have everything, the Torah, because um, that's really how you learn about people. I studied Tibetan Buddhism for a while. And what you said, Steve, is really what the holidays mean for me. It's the end of the year, it's time to breathe, look forward, be grateful, appreciative for what you have. And on this show, we're going to appreciate some fun holiday music with Yes members and other great proggies. Yeah. Definitely. Where do you want to start? Um, well, before we get into those, uh, we still have a couple other ah, things that's we want right. to mention. Uh, so recently, Miguel Bass reshared his covers of Run With A Fox and a bit of Chris Squire's Swiss Choir. So those sounded really nice. And I don't know if you and I talked about this or if you were aware of this dad but rick wakeman's equipment was uh stolen recently during his uh christmas tour i saw that and on the notes earlier and the, the first thing that comes to my mind is if you steal something like that you <coughs> you can't sell it as rick wakeman stuff it's just some stuff so why yeah. i don't get it but uh, how terrible I've had stuff stolen before. I don't know if you know that. I've never oh, sold yeah. gear. I've only lost gear due to it been stolen. A few minor things, but one very important thing that I still... Uh, so uh, that's got to hurt. We know what Alan went through shortly before he passed. Right. Um, so some of this... Uh, I'm looking at this article. Um, so... It was some musical equipment and um, thieves broke into his van carrying his keyboards, cabling, and other invaluable items from Frankly Services on the M5. Uh, however, Rick was still able to play a piano show at Birmingham the following day. And there was a recent interview, uh, like a BBC4 interview with uh, Tom Sutcliffe, I think his name was where Rick Wakeman uh, talked about this and said something that was kind of surprising, which I'm not sure that you're aware of. I'm um, not, no. So um, just reading this, he says, there were two Nautilus keyboards and a Kronos keyboard. Um, and there's something called a psychologic. And so the thing that surprised me uh, in the interview was that um, he says, we. We lost a lot of what we call rack mounts. That stuff is really quite important. Our monitoring equipment and a very rare piece of kit of which I think there's only probably three or four in existence. Amazingly enough, my good friend Jeff Downs in Yes contacted my manager and said, I've got one. Um, Whoa, How, what a coincidence. Wait, there's three or four and Jeff has one of the other ones. Does Patrick and Tom Brislin have the other two? What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, and he says, Jeff, bless him. He called and said, I've got one. And drove. he drove from Wales uh, that day to take it to the office. So, wow, you know, like that story, like you think about this, like if, if this happened, then it really, it feels like a 180 from like, you know, during the ARW period, there's stuff said by both of these guys uh, about both sides and it's like it, it feels like uh, it, very much in the spirit of giving and help like it feels kind of like the season of giving 
type of thing. And I got to wonder, like, if they are friends now, like, how long has this been well, a thing? Like, I know they were both um, on a couple of tracks on that recent soundtrack to the movie Frost, but, like, I don't know if they interacted there. So, well, like, plus they're both wondered. on Union. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, here's the other thing. I remember going through something very traumatic when I was 18 and your grandpa, my dad said, time heals everything. I did not want to hear that at that point, <laughs> but really that was like, fuck you out of your mind. Like time's not going to heal. What you just mentioned was 30 years ago. Hopefully they've grown as adults. They were adults then, but you know what I mean? So good on Jeff, but it also brings back like some just grassroots behavior of musicians. Jeff getting in his car or whatever with the, the rack mount piece and driving from Wales over to make sure it got to Rick's office in time. Like that's, that's the throwback of 50 years for those guys to do something like that. And I love that. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's funny. Like if, things have changed within the last five, five and a half years or whenever all that ARW stuff was. And I mean, last year, Rick was more supportive of Steve continuing. Yes. So I yeah. think clearly some recent events, it sounds like recent like events, uh, maybe I said events 30 years world. ago. Cause I was thinking a union. <laughs> yeah. Like events in the world, perhaps maybe have changed perspectives and they're being nicer. So that, like, that's nice to see. It's better to see than like all the arguing that we're so used to seeing in the past. Yeah. You know? It's like when we did the review of the Keith Emerson biography by Chris Welch, everyone assumed they were adversaries for some reason. And that was never, ever the case. Right. Yeah. Same thing. Um, so, so yes. I just want to say. Patrick Mraz, Tom Brislin. We could probably single out Jeff Downs now, but Tony Kay, if you happen to know anything about the whereabouts of this gear, come clean. I mean, inform the authorities <laughs> and let's get this stuff back to Rick so his fans can enjoy the full rigged show. Yeah, I knew that was where you're gonna go with that <laughs> type of humor, um, but but yeah, like if anyone like sees anything, of course inform Rick and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and of course, so recently uh, another sort of season of giving type thing was something we uh, helped advertise, which was the Awaken show uh, benefiting the St. Jude's Children's Hospital. They streamed one of their shows that they record over the summer. And the set list for this was really fun to see. I'm just pulling up my notes. Ooh, I have something quick. to say about that show. Okay. Uh, do you want to start? Yes. Before you read, perfect, because before you read the set, something that surprised me and impressed me is that for the most part, for the Close to the Edge stuff album, they played it more so like the studio version than any of the live versions we've heard over the years and years and years. Because the studio versions were never reproduced by Yes themselves. Alan White changed their sound, but Awaken played these in the spirit of the studio versions. And it's, I really believe it's the drumming that's the X factor. And he played it much more like Bill. Oh my gosh, I'm having a senior moment. What is his name again? Greg? Greg, yeah. Thank you. Uh, Greg, uh, Greg did I a phenomenal like, job. Well, I feel like they still kept in some of the live arrangements. Nuances, like, yeah. Yeah, like I think they still did, um, you know, maybe I'm misremembering, but I could have sworn they did the key uh, change the way that they did it from like the Close to the Edge tour Onward. Onward, which is something that, Feel yes, uh, reverted back to the Onward. original version recently. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, so they uh, started with Siberian Katru, then Andy and I, and then Close to the Edge, which that one ended with a little jam that 
uh, Awaken was inspired by from listening to the Progeny box set. Like there's like a little jam that Yes would do uh, at the end um, from what I recall as it was explained. Um, and then they did Machine Messiah, which was killer. It was so yeah. good. Yeah, and I was singing along to these songs here. Um, and then I was singing along to them in Spanish. <laughs> and then they get into the Relayer era, but to ease us into that, they started with an acoustic version of Long Distance Runaround. You know, like, like from the, the QPR, QPR film. Yeah, my, my favorite version of Long Distance Which around. still surprises me. I've known yeah. you, like, most of your life. Yeah, and, and they segued the acoustic version into the normal version of Long Distance. That's around. cool, because so, Yes never even did that. Yeah, so it was a best of both worlds type of thing. Yeah. Um, and then they did Sound Chaser. Again, like, there are some clips around. Like, they nail it. Nail and, it. To be over, uh, they got that down, even to the point of singing like the words that aren't words at the end, like correctly. And then Gates of Delirium, just so good. And then ended with Roundabout. And uh, if not familiar this was, with that one, yeah, th this was fun to, yeah, no, they didn't have your favorite. I've seen all good people, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, but um. Yeah, it was fun, like, just chatting. Oh, wait, wait, back up, back up, back up. So when I tuned in, it was during the... Dun, 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 on the 12-string acoustic, but it was faint as I was coming into my office, and I thought it was all good people. And I thought, no, uh. you're not <laughs> starting with that. And then I went, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this stream was fun. Some of us were talking in the chat. I saw that author Simon Barrow was there. He he lives in England, and so he stayed up, like, from 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. or something crazy. Good on you, like mate. That. That's the way to do it. Yeah, he says um, the, the book Yes in the 90s is coming along well. And Great. the, the re-release of his book Solid Mental Grace with five new chapters being added should be out in early 2023. Cool. Um. And also recently, uh, earlier this week, I, I attended the online uh, John Anderson Zoom Q&A that was advertised on his Yeah, Patreon. I couldn't make that. Yeah, um, so I have notes about that, but should I wait until like our end of the year episode uh, to recap that? Or what yeah, okay. yeah, that's, that's a good tease, thank you. Yeah, I, the only thing I'll tease now since it's on topic is that there was a moment where John sang a little bit of three, like the first few words of three ships. You know, oh, really? I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas day, on Christmas day. Um, a, I so, told yeah. you I have a friend of mine in that video. Well, an old friend of mine that in that video, right? Do you remember that story? Yeah. I remember you told me that a while ago. Yeah. So I'll tell the audience if I may real quickly. Uh, sure. I can't Seems remember if we told it last year. So yeah, just in case, okay. go ahead. So, <laughs> Uh, I was married to a woman before I was married to Stephen's mother. Her name's Marcy. Still great friends with Steve's mom and her. And and uh, Marcy, Marcy's friend, Sandy, bought me three ships. I have it on vinyl right there in that cabinet there. I have the vinyl. So it comes out. MTV was young. And we're watching MTV and the video comes out, and there's one of my wife's best friends at the time, my wife at the time, best friends, Lucius Jones, playing piano in the video. She says, That's Lucius. I'm like, that can't be Lucius. It's John Ann. She says, That's Lucius. <laughs> I, I had my face like this close to the TV. It was Lucius. He got pulled in as a session guy just for the video. I was like, Wow, that's really cool. So John was doing that sort of stuff that. 40 years later or whatever has blossomed into what he does with Paul Green, which is just bring, just, just bring some musicians. And we're all gonna, you know, uh, 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 uh. and, and it it's, so that was really neat. And I love that album. Yeah. Three ships is an annual listen for me. Definitely. I think it's still tied with, no, not tied with, uh, I don't want to get in trouble here. So, <laughs> 
The troll under the bridge was fed a purple carrot. who was allergic to that. He freaked out, broke the bridge, and then the guy who fed on the purple carrot had to pay for the bridge. What's next? <laughs> All right. So I guess with that, we can go into um, these songs from Christmas collections. So for a bit of context, uh, three of these are Ultimate Christmas Party Volume one, two, and three, although only volumes two and three have songs featuring uh, Yes members, Billy right. Sherwood. And then an all-star salute to Christmas, which I think came out 2009. Um, and then a prog rock Christmas more recent, which came out 2019. So um, I know we've both been busy this week. So if we seem like a little off, that's why, you know, we... Um, <laughs> talked with <laughs> oops i bumped my desk <laughs> yeah we, we had phil ehart on drum talk tv earlier today and and, and then we had uh ray, earlier today ray hearn yeah. in the morning from haken and tomorrow is simon and now we're doing this simon it's like collins I've, yeah simon collins i haven't gone to the bathroom since monday i think yeah but, could... but but somehow i was able to make time to listen to th- all these albums yeah. in full like the maniac i am but um and he's a maniac. This guy is a look up maniac. His driver's license picture is right there. Yeah. Um, for the ultimate Christmas party stuff, um, there's some eclectic stuff. Some of it sounds kind of silly. Some of it got me kind of nostalgic, though. Um, and it's really weird because I didn't expect these al- albums to get me in a better mood than I was because I was in a bad mood for stuff I won't go into here but listening to the ultimate Christmas party albums back to back you know it put me in good spirits somehow and and the uh, caramel corn (laughs) yeah and some of these um I guess they made me think back to when I was like seven years old watching those 1-800 commercials where they'd advertise these (laughs) Christmas collections and show clips and excerpts and stuff. And uh, I don't know, like it just, like some of it, I, I like really enjoyed it. Um, a few of them felt kind of Frank Sinatra-esque in terms of that genre. Um, and like, again, these collections kind of go between many different genres. Some are rocky, right. some oh, yeah. are kind of- They're not thin. all like traditional Christmassy songs at yeah, all. Yeah, I think, I think there is one called, um, Christmas funk that that might have been on All Stars Salute to Christmas, but there's also like a bit of hip hop and rap stuff. So it's like, you know, going through these, I didn't really know what I was getting, and it was kind of exciting in, in that way, I suppose. So one of my, I think my most standout track that I did not see coming whatsoever is um, Billy Sherwood with "Bring It On Santa." If I have the right title matched up with the music, because I only heard all these today, um, it's it sounds like a hoedown in Oklahoma or Texas or something, right? Yeah, yeah, it does. Bluegrassy and sort of right. I picture square dancing. I'm like, what? This is a Christmas song, and I love that that it's not all. It's not all choral, and it's not all that. That I love. I could just see guy with the jug. And the washboard and the 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 big tub with the string. It was just like total hoedown music. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. So on Ultimate Christmas Party Volume Two, Billy is listed for the songs "Bring It On Santa," "Christmas Ball," and "Christmas Time Is Here." And yeah, "Bring It On Santa" really took me off guard because it doesn't sound like how he normally sounds. It's like he's putting on a type of voice to the point where. I've been questioned whether it was him, him or if they, yeah, like, me too. if they like maybe mislabeled the artist or something. I had to look back at what you sent me for the same reason. Yeah, but then on Christmas Ball and Christmas Time is Here, he sounds more like himself. Um, and for Volume 3, he's on Back Home for Christmas, Dear Santa, and Give a Little More. I love uh, Give I've, a Little More. I like that. Oh yeah, give give a little more and back home for Christmas are probably my favorite of these ones we've mentioned so far. Oh. Like they have, they feel like they could have been on like Billy Sherwood uh, solo albums or band projects. And, mm-hmm. You know, they have those vocal harmonies we love. Yeah, like, 
back home for Christmas. It's like really catchy and I just love it. Um, Classic timbre of his voice as well. Yeah. Um, and then we got an all-star salute to Christmas, which has 30 tracks. It's like two discs. Um, for that one, the only song featuring Yes members is Linus and Lucy, which has Jeff Downs and maybe Billy Sherwood. Yeah, on I was going to ask you about that because we haven't really talked about this. Why? Why are you not sure? Because uh, I wrote these notes like a year ago, and I haven't like <laughs> looked at all of them in depth since then. I'm just looking at this link real quick. <laughs> but yeah, because I'm curious. With when I saw that, it seems like is he not listed? But you think you hear him? That's what I mean by the question. Yeah. Um, and folks, chime in while you're doing that. Folks, chime in. Where are you watching from? I'm in Globe, Arizona, 100 miles east of Phoenix. Steve is in. Can I say where you are? Is yeah. It, okay. You're not worried about getting mobbed? No. Okay. He's across the park from Smallwood Street in Downey. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> well, I, I just made that up. I don't know where you are in Downey. And then um, let us know what is your favorite music to listen to? around these holidays that are not necessarily the mail it in traditional music. You know, there's dreidel, 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 oh, Hanukkah, jingle bells, all that stuff. But stuff like this is what we're looking for. Do you dig into this or what's the deal? I love the Jethro Tull Christmas album and I love run with the Fox. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So Linus and Lucy, um, it, it feels very much like the original from Charlie Brown, and that's pretty cool. I've heard, um, who was it that did that also? Uh, the Yellow Jackets, did they do that? Um, maybe, I'm not sure. I, I think so. And believe it or not, the band I was in, <laughs> back in the late 70s, when the keyboard player did his solo, he played Linus and Lucy in there. Uh, sidled by Keith Emerson and Rick Wakeman on the other side with Linus and Lucy in the middle. That's a great tune. It's proggy. Yeah. Wait, it, is it actually like, do you, is that? What? You're, jo you're joking, right? <laughs> About what? About it sounding proggy? Yeah, I think it's proggy. It's two different... Yeah, I think it's proggy. Uh, yeah, I guess you could look at it that way. You could pull out a mini um, Yeah, and like listening to an all-star salute to Christmas... Steve just blows by that. Go ahead. I was I was listening to the album a while making breakfast and I was like really into it. I was like kind of dancing to it. Um, you got people like Iggy Pop with White Christmas, uh, John Wetton on Happy Christmas War is Over. Oh yeah, and, I remember that. That sounds great. I just some about John Wetton's voice. Uh John, his voice is so well suited for that track specifically. You know, just he's got that chesty voice you know yeah and uh like i think my favorite bits came toward the middle of the album uh you get stuff like feed the world by air supply i, I love the production on that and uh and bobby kimball's please come home for christmas has some great guitar stuff in huh? the intro uh step into christmas as well or i might be getting those two mixed up actually but i, I remember enjoying both of those um and then like much later on you get steve morris's cover of new year's day by u2 which sounded really cool I, I remember thinking wait this sounds familiar and then it's yeah lo and behold um and george lynch's wizards in winter is another great one like there's stuff oh on yeah i forgot he did that yeah, there, there's stuff on these collections. Like, they're very eclectic. Like, even on this one, it says the most eclectic Christmas album ever. It is. I mean, so, you got George Lynch, John Wetton. You got all these crazy. And I think that's what makes it great. It's not all just mall music for the holidays, which I actually can't stand. I like stuff like this that's different takes, reimagined music, if you will. 
Yeah, and since it's eclectic, I, I can imagine some of this, like, it can be hit and miss for some people. In fact, you, you know, some people don't just don't like Christmas music or in Christmas. general, and, and that's fine. Like, But for people looking for this type of stuff, there might be something for everyone, even if they don't enjoy all of it. You know? Yeah, I, I'm more for this because I'm the type of person that September 25th, three months early, you go into a mall and they're playing Jingle Bells. And it's like still fall, you know? And and by the time the season's actually here, December, you're tired of the music. Whereas all this stuff that we're talking about offers a completely new refresh reboot. And and like Steve said, it's, it's so eclectic that you're not tired of it because you didn't hear it since September number one. And a lot of it maybe you never heard before. Yeah. And um, I actually see that in the comments, Sanders Thornburg linked the song uh, Oh Come All Ye Faithful by Trevor Rabin. I um, remember that, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, rem I remember being aware of this like last year and this came out on something called Merry Axmas Volume 2, More Guitars for Christmas. All guitar, yeah. And I love that he's Jewish and he did a Christmas song. That's how we get down, yo. Yeah, Thanks, Sanders, I mean, for putting that in there. Yeah, I mean, he even um, worked on the movie Jack Frost. Uh, you know, he was in that movie and contributed the song Frostbite. Uh, and he played movie. Santa in The Grinch. <laughs> Just no, kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, that movie, like, I know it wasn't a commercial success, but I think it's a nice father-son Christmas movie. It's, we'll have to watch like, it. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about next year for like the 25th anniversary or something. Oh, know. wow, that'd be or, awesome. Yeah, maybe a segment. We'll have to decide if we can do a whole episode. On yeah, it I know how we can. What was that yeah. show? What was that show where you see the two from the back, the silhouettes, and they're commenting the whole time the movie's playing? What was that? Do you remember? Oh, that <laughs> was Mystery Science <laughs> Theater. We'll do that version of it. Come here, baby. Come here. My dog's barking at me. Sorry, folks. One of them. Yeah, like a commentary. <laughs> you come, yeah, let's do that. That'd be fun. And we'll shoot yeah. it the same way. You know, I have a 10-foot movie screen yeah. in the other room. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I'd be worried about is like... Come here, baby. If we're showing the movie, like, I don't know if that would be allowed, but, you know, like maybe a commentary track that could Dude. be doable or maybe like an episode of viewing it. I don't know. We're yes shift. It'll be fine. Or so yes, we'll, we'll we'll discuss it. We have, we have I, a year. I have an idea of how to make it work. Okay, um, and let's see. Uh, we also got a prog rock Christmas. So Billy Sherwood produced this, and it also features a few guesting yes members. We got John Davison on "Run with the Fox" right from the get go. Uh, Billy and Patrick Moraz on "Wonderful Christmas." And we've also got Jeff Downs, Linus and Lucy. I think that might be the same exact recording from the other album because it has like the same timestamp. Um, oh. and, and we also got a few, couple other familiar people like Steve Morris again with Carol of the Bells, uh, Annie Haslam with The 12 Days of Christmas. And yeah, so what'd you think of this particular album? 12 Days of Christmas is my favorite. I might be a bit biased because we had Annie on recently and I'm yeah. <laughs> connected with her on Facebook. So I see her stuff and I'm like, just so endeared to her. And I think, wow, in 1979, I was listening to Steve, the Steve Howe album. And now we're like friends with her. We had her on. So, well, that, that was Claire Hamill. Oh, Claire Hamill. What did I say? Annie Haslett? Oh. Annie, Annie Haslam, who's oh on this album. Is from Renaissance, and we yes. also interviewed her Absolutely. Like, in October. Yeah. So I'm getting everybody mixed up. It's the end of the year, and my brain is kind of wandering down. Yeah. Um, uh, I no, but that's my favorite. 12 Days of Christmas. Yeah. I, I forgot to ask Are you, can you show like the album cover? Oh, my uh, goodness. For people to see? Yeah. I was so enthralled with the, <laughs> the uh, okay, so let's start with this. Yeah, and right. I see Peter De Amore commented, Merry Axmas is awesome for the most part, both volumes. Cool. All right, so I'm going to go through them one at a time in random order. Proggy, Prog Rock Christmas, great album. Look at that cover. 
So who do you think that is walking? Um, I don't really have anyone in particular in mind. So, but I'm thinking there's got to be some message there. You know, like why is there a guy? Unless we would maybe speculate on who it is. When did this come out? In 2019. It's Chris. Okay, next. <laughs> An all-star. I love the old, like, 50s kind of motif here. Or 60s, maybe. Yeah. The most uh, eclectic my... Christmas ever. Sorry I wasn't showing these. What a dum-dum. Yeah, I showed my friend that album cover, and he's like, that album cover is madness. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little scary. Yeah. If I saw that on Mushrooms, I'd probably freak out. Not that I'm doing Mushrooms. <laughs> this is cool. Right. This is very classic looking as well. Volume 1. Yeah, Ultimate Christmas Party covers are basically the same, just different colored background. He got like the snowman and it's kind of simplistic. Um, what's weird is that for volume two, the song, or maybe it was volume three, let me double check. Yeah, volume three, the song Deck the Halls uh, done by Dave Feldstein. That song is two minutes and 37 seconds. But when I listened to it- at Felt one, longer? At, at about 150, it- goes silent for like the rest of a song and it's like it's almost as if they like lifted it from a cd and put it on these streaming places without realizing it it's <laughs> telling it's like it when on to YouTube, stop on youtube and yeah just it's weird i don't know how nobody caught that that's funny and then we have ultimate christmas party volume two again like steve said just different colorization but then Purple, The Color of Royalty, Volume 3. Yeah. Um, and I, th and I think it's probably obvious that my favorite album cover of these is the one for a prog rock Christmas. It just feels... Proggy. Like, yeah. And yeah. like the others aren't trying to be proggy, but... Right. Um, you, you know, I mean, I love seeing yeah. landscapes and it's not too simplistic. It's all ice. Those formations. Yeah. And it looks like frozen not what mars actually looks like but what mars was depicted as in the movies of the 50s they it looked like this you know that like flash gordon and just other movies from the 50s don't ask me how i know they looked like that like the mountainscapes that were just rigid and the ensconcements things like that and those ice formations are like a perfect touch eh, let's make it Christmassy. how just put in some ice stuff uh, and, and a guy walking who adds ah, make it chris squire yeah um my favorite track off of progra christmas is run with the fox it's just yeah me too it, it's it's weirdly a classic for us like yes fans and Prog the original version is great the one with john davidson's wonderful and yeah fact, Here it is. Yeah, hopefully people can hear it. Yeah, you can you hear that, folks? Background. Let us know. Chime in. We'll talk over it so it doesn't get muted. But he does a really good job. Yeah. And, but I think weirdly, this time li listening to all these albums together, I think an All-Star Salute to Christmas kind of stood out to me the most. Maybe because I'd listened to Prog Rock Christmas a couple years ago, so with all-star salute to christmas it felt newer to me and i was sort of taking in like the eclecticness of it and just how much there was so yeah. uh, overall it was a fun experience that filled me with some well-needed holiday cheer yeah it's it's that's that's almost becoming a quintessential non-traditional christmas song i think well, Run With a Fox? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when it comes on, I'll, like, sing along to it. It's, yeah. it's great. <laughs> Which is funny, because when Run With a Fox originally came out, it was not really successful, but some of us, like, latch on to it, and it's well, like, that's that's our Christmas song. Yeah, and it, it was also, <laughs> wasn't that buried on the Yes Family Tree box set or something, right? Um, I, I think it was released on the yes years box set so that would have been 90 91 91 yeah, yeah. And then it got reworked for chris squire's swiss choir like they added like 
more people to it, like the instrument and a triangle. But yeah. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh, let's show this. Steve's background on my side. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, yeah. So. Oh, I see more comments. Uh, oh, let's we, address them. Yeah, Doug Curran said. Or, hey, Doug. Yeah, or actually, let me scroll up. So Peter Damore added ELP slash Greg Lake has become my December music. It's become completely seasonal for the last few years. Love both Wakeman Christmas albums and Chris and Alan's Run with the Fox. <coughs> and then uh, Sanders, once again, chiming in, says Billy has done a bunch of other Christmas songs for holiday collections like this. And Link's Bring It On Santa. Yeah, we talked about those earlier in the and, show. And um, I saw a video last night at a big church. Can't remember the city in England. Big church in England. And it was Greg Lake with guest player Ian Anderson playing I Believe in Father Christmas. Oh, wow. It was beautiful. Yeah, I think I still have it up here. Yeah, and uh, Doug Curran says, I love Christmas music. I have about 100 albums, 45s, and CDs. <laughs> wow. I, I, I probably have most of the prog-related releases. So many favorites among them, including Emerson, Wakeman, John, Chris's swiss choir uh jordan rudess's cd the toll uh, i guess i refers to jethro toll's uh, album that you love listening to this time of year greg lake tso annie moody blues Mannheim, steamroller vince garaldi etc um yeah then, but do you have the harvey harfenberger and the bagel slingers album for christmas <laughs> Yeah, and Sanders uh, chimes in again saying, Oliver Wakeman has done several very proggy Christmas tracks with Rodney Matthews. And yeah, I think we talked about these yeah. uh, last year. Um, I, I remember one of them was called In the Bleak Midwinter. We talked about those and the Christmas solo albums from Yes members. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I I'm glad like some of these like stick with people. It's really cool to see. Yeah, thanks for chiming in, folks, with all these other gems. This is really cool. I'm looking down here at the comments. Yeah, um, I'm trying to see if... Um, okay, never mind. Um, yeah, it's, it's really... Like, I know some people, like, sort of dismissive of Christmas music, and that's fair. It's not for everyone, but it's really cool when these musicians that we love are able to put something together. Um, I actually had a question. Um, so for a prog rock Christmas, is there any artist that you would have liked to have seen on there um, that wasn't on there, Dad? So first of all, disclaimer, yes, but disclaimer, I can't remember off the top of my head to everyone that is on it. I'd love to see Gentle Giant do something. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah. With their, the way, like, if you think of the song Knots and the way they do the overlaying vocals and different times, to do a Christmas carol somehow or something like that in that style with all acoustic instruments, I would love that. And some hand percussion by John Weathers, whom we've got to get on Drum Talk TV, by the way. Got to talk to you about that. But yeah, <laughs> Gentle Giant would be my first. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally imagine them, like, trying that sort of like holiday music in their own fashion yeah the um, cascading like vocals members. and all that i would love that and the bells you know they all play percussion mallet instruments the xylophone the marimba the vibraphone the little kid toys i mean they do it all i would love that yeah how about you um so it was kind of tough for me to think of someone I, I could have imagined on this, but looking at the, like, I know he's done like one with Jethro Tull already, but it might've been cool to have Ian Anderson on a prog rock Christmas, like contribute something. I, That's I don't true. know what, but yeah. And maybe, cool. I mean, yeah, because he's done it, but yeah. <laughs> maybe it's too close or something. I don't know. Yeah. How about Paul Rubens? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> See how many right. people get that. 
Yeah, or bring it full circle, have Claire Hamill on this as well. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm th I'm running through my brain different bands to think, could they contribute? Like, how would they? Yeah, there, there are like lots of artists. And yeah. I, I kind of wonder if maybe there were some who were considered for this, but maybe declined or were unavailable or yeah and but. this question has nothing to do with any like displeasure of what's come out we're just speculating hypothesizing prognosticating yeah for sure um okay look at the comments we got merry christmas is like merry christmas messages from doug curran and eli golden thank you very much thank you um and uh, yeah, so do you have anything else to say about any of this holiday music? Yeah, one, I got to light the Hanukkah candles when we're done. The okay. other, and more importantly, probably, is that there is so much more Christmas and holiday music to listen to from a lot of our favorite artists rather than what we hear at the mall or, you know, just the, the traditional. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but the rotation of six songs being played over and over and over. Now you've got this whole new landscape of even those same songs done in different fashions by different artists with different interpretations. That's what music's all about. So I, I love being able to take that deep dive. And even though I listen to the Jethro Tull Christmas album every year from Thanksgiving on until about April, and then I played some of it. Did you catch that? And then I played some of it at the Drum Talk TV holiday special yesterday, which I might do one more time, actually, from the front. So you see all my Christmas lights all over the drum set. Um, there's there's actually more available to us than we often know. So you got to go beyond scratching the surface and see what's there. Um, how, how about you? Uh, yeah, I'm in agreement. There are lots of compilations out there like like these were probably like really obscure to yes fans and so it's nice to be able to dig through what else they've done that's like really out there um and it it kind of like helps as a gateway to see like what else is on these collections what other contributions are there from other artists and so i i like that sort of thing like there was one uh i discovered uh because of this um i think it was on one of the ultimate christmas party albums i'm just looking real quick um parthenon huxley uh did a really interesting electronic sounding version of oh holy night on ultimate christmas party huh. Volume three and that that makes me want to check out what more parthenon huxley has done so yeah, it's rip, stuff like that. It makes nice little gateways to check out other things. Absolutely. So let's tell everyone. I'm looking at my calendar. I don't see it. When's our end of year show? I think it's on the 28th. I don't have the time off the top of my head. I do. It's noon. I found it. Thanks. Noon. That that's that's 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. 7 p.m. UK, Western Europe. Yeah. So uh, we'll be sort of talking about memories of this year, uh, not just with our show, although you can tell us memories of our show, but also like just music in general, <clears throat> like the stuff we've like noticed and talked mm -hmm. about. And uh, again, I'll, I'll recap the John Anderson Q&A that I saw. And, and I would love for... Um... I'd love for people to take a deep dive into our, all our episodes this year. We did like 60, 40, 40 to 60 episodes. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. We, we had an insane number of them in October. I know that yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> uh, July was our one-year anniversary. So we yeah. only had half a year the previous year, now all this year. So take a deep dive, and here's where you can do that. On YouTube, it's youtube.com slash at yes shift. On Facebook, it's yes, it's facebook.com <laughs> slash yes shift. On anchor.fm, if you're a podcaster, you like listening, 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 listening. We're on all the major platforms at anchor.com, anchor.fm 
<laughs> slash yes shift. So I haven't even had eggnog yet. Right. Um, and you can write to us. But before that, go to those channels, take a deep dive. You don't have to watch all of them. Watch four and give us your favorite. Watch 12, give us your favorite. You don't have to watch all of them. I can't even do that. And I was there. Um, and you can write us at yesshiftpodcast at gmail.com. And on Anchor, they can contribute, right? Yeah, there's a support button. So you just click there and enter however much you want to give. Yeah, you can get Steve a holiday hat and get me a yes ornament. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is a passion project. Steve and I are extremely busy with our other jobs, Jump Talk yeah. TV and my marketing company. And we do this because... Why didn't we, we do this? Yeah, why? <laughs> I, yeah. I thought that's where you were going with that. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're right. Sasha, why did we do this? Sasha. No, but... <laughs> We, it's no, a passion yeah, project. You know, we yeah. all have something in common with the music of Yes. And gratefully and thankfully, my son and I do. And I love that about one of the elements of our wonderful relationship. Yeah, it's something that lots of people can bond over. And it's... Yeah. yeah music it's is culture. Great. And we share that culture together and the community with fellow Yes fans. Yeah, and there's a lot to listen to. So it's great to be able to share and recommend what we can and have all of you recommend to us like what you enjoy. Folks, give us some ideas for the... Let, let's call it the Jumpstart 2023 show and okay. give us some ideas of topics to cover and what we'll do is on our first show of 2023, we'll read those topics and ideas that you contribute to maybe, well, we still have like 20 that we came up with on that yeah, trip to San we, Francisco. Yeah, but, and we still have some that a couple of fans uh, suggested a, a while ago as yeah, well. Yeah, we'll and, get to and those. also like some and, other uh, ideas, and, yeah. But, and yeah. If, if you suggest something and we do it, We'll gift you something from some yes swag or something like that. So get your suggestions in. Think about that. How do we jump start yes year 2023? Oh, yes shift year. Yeah. Yeah, the, that, that'll be a lot of fun. So yeah, very much looking forward to seeing what we get, if anything at all. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe you could put that as a pinned post in the comments for them to contribute and how to write to us. Um, yeah. So thank you so much, folks, for following what we do. Happy holidays. This is a time to love. This is a time to appreciate. It's a time to be grateful. It's a time to forgive. If you know anyone, you might need to forgive something for starting with yourself. It's a time to mm -hmm. give and open your heart. Donate. Donate somewhere. Not us for the holidays. Donate to a true nonprofit and just spend some time with family if you don't have family, spend time diving through Yes Shift episodes, listen to Yes music, dance in the park, do whatever brings you joy because this is the season of joy. Yeah, definitely. So happy holidays, merry whatever you celebrate, and we'll see y'all at the end of the year show. And hopefully I'll finally have the Roger Dean and Freya Dean thing done by then I'm you folks just, are gonna love this yes <laughs> and we'll get them on they will both be on the show by the end yeah, of february we'll, we'll, we'll try to get them on we yeah. will get them on there there is no try there's only do <laughs> thanks folks bye